Welcome to the Lucas Miles Show. Today's guest is actor, producer, and founder of Pure Flix, David A.R. White. David co-starred in the hit TV show Evening Shade with the one and only Burt Reynolds and starting close to 20 feature films, including Revelation Road, The Black Rider, The Moment After, and the first two installments of God's Not Dead. I had an opportunity to sit down with David at NRB this year and talk to him about the third installment of God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness, which releases on Good Friday, March 30th, 2018. Here's a clip from the trailer. St. James Church has become a beacon of violence and controversy. And it has no place on Hadley University campus. How you doing? I'm okay. It's kind of weird. Somebody burns your church down, but you're okay. How do we actually know that our values are any more valid than anyone else's? I don't understand, Lord. Seems like you're the one much is being asked of this time. This was my father's church, and it's not for sale. We cannot respond to hate with more hate. You don't get to play innocent. You did this. What you're doing, it's against the law. It's okay to be broken, Dave. It means God's still shaping you. The whole world knows what the church is against, but it's getting harder and harder to know what it's for. What am I doing wrong? Hopefully by now you've already had a chance to listen to the interview that I did with actress Jennifer Taylor, who plays across from David in the film God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness. I had an opportunity to see this film at NRB, and I think you're really going to enjoy the third installment of the God's Not Dead franchise. And with that, here's my interview with David A.R. White. My guest today is David A.R. White. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This has been kind of a crazy decade for you. I mean, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot. That's has anybody told to you that one yet? You know, I mean, there's so many things that uh, it just seems like God has just been opening doors or and advancing things, obviously through Pure Flix and the God's Not Dead franchise. When you sit back and think about that, what what goes through your mind? Well, you know, the, the, whole, the whole tagline for this movie that we're doing, you know, God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness is all about God is good all the time and all the time God is good. And, um, and I think in life, we, you know, that's an easy thing to say. Um, and, and certainly the Lord has blessed us in so many ways. Um, but at the same token, you know, what this movie addresses is that is God good all the time in the midst of hardships and brokenness and everything else. And I think that, um, is many things that have gone well in it for us over the last decade. We've also had our myriad of the other side as well. And I think, you know, that's a universal feeling for everybody. Um, but, uh, but I think through it all, we still, we still hold to the truth that God is good all the time for you and for me and you and 
and everybody listening. Love that. I think that's so important. And you probably don't know this, but I wrote a book called Good God. And so that's a very, a very important belief of mine that I hold to. I think that God is so much better than we think he is. Uh, awesome. and, you, and you guys have been doing a great job really exploring that topic and and sharing that through God's Not Dead. You are returning your role as Pastor Dave mm-hmm. in this third installment. Um, talk to us a little bit. Can you give us a snapshot of the the plot line um, just to uh, prepare us for the, what we're going to see? Yeah. Um, you know, we're excited to share this film. Uh, obviously, the heart is the theme of the movie, you know, and in the first God's Not Dead, it was about um, faith being challenged. And then we put it on a college campus. And the second movie was about truth being challenged. And, you know, it was in a public square. This one, this one is really, it's summed up, the theme of this movie is summed up in that tagline, a light in darkness. As Christians were called to, to be that, you know, to be as a Christ follower, to be the light. And I think we can be the light in one of two ways. We can either be, you know, we can be the flame or we can be the mirror that reflects it. But the question is, is, is we have to ask ourselves is, are we the light or are we contributing to the darkness? That is a very real question that we have to all face, no matter what we're doing, whether it's filmmaking or a small business in middle America, are we contributing to the light or are we, uh, are we taking away from that or contributing to darkness in some form or fashion? Uh, I want to, you know, I, I have a small feature film company. I'm, I'm always interested in picking people's brains a little bit. You know, you, um, and I've, I've been this to some degree on some of our projects, but I think you do this a lot more. So you, you, um, uh, are able to really juggle the producing at times, directing and, and acting side of a project. How, how do you manage that? You know, what's your kind of, workflow in that process to really, uh, uh, you know, just excel in each of those crafts because they're so different. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'd love to say that I do it all myself, but in, you know, behind everybody is an army and, and, and as cheesy as that sounds, it's so truthful. I mean, I think PureFlix now has like 80 employees and, uh, you know, we have so many great people working for us. And so when I, when I step out and if I go and direct something or, you know, or I, or I work on the writing or I, you know, do the acting side, um, obviously I have partners in the, you know, in Pure Flix. And it's not just me. There's, you know, they take over those other things that I don't have, you know, that I, I end up going over here for. And we do the same thing, you know, um, uh, when, when, you know, when they do the same thing, then, then I pick up the slack over here. And I think that that is always the case. Um, and I've been blessed. And one of the things that I think, you know, the Lord put inside of me at an early age was going to the entertainment industry, you know, and I'm from a very small town outside of Dodge City, Kansas. I was, you know, I was raised Mennonite. My dad's a pastor. That's about as middle America as you get right there. Yeah. You know, and the joke is that the Mennonites make the Mormons look like a pack of hell's angels. (laughs) So, you know, I was like the last person on the planet who should have went into the entertainment industry. Um, but as I was sitting on a wheat farm on a tractor in the middle of, you know, this wheat in front of me and back of me and left of me, right of me, that dream I couldn't shake. And I think that's the same for everybody. It's like, it's like, if you have a passion in your heart, um, you'll be amazed and you give your life to the Lord, you'll be amazed to see what he will do with it. Are you looking to stay connected with current events, culture, religion, and all sorts of other news? Then faithwire.com is the place to do that. Hop over there, make sure and check out faithwire.com, the exclusive home to the Lucas Miles Show, 
also for all things news, especially with positivity. It's so easy to get bombarded by all the negative news that's out there, and that's one reason why I love faithwire.com and why I've chosen to work with them for the launch of the Lucas Miles Show. It's just a great place to be able to go and get all of your information in one place, stay connected with the world's happenings, and leave with a smile. So check out faithwire.com and make sure and like them on Facebook. And now, back to our guest on The Lucas Miles Show. What was that process like going from that wheat farm to LA? What, what, what are maybe some, uh, some noteworthy stops in that journey, you know, to get where you are today yeah. with the, the success that you've had behind, you know, the various projects that, that you've done through PureFlix? It was very easy. <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, I wish, I wish the listeners were here to see the look <laughs> on your face when you said that. So life isn't easy. I mean, let's just be honest, you know, no matter what you, you try to achieve, no matter what you go after, no matter what that thing, you know, that's inside of us, you know, that B, it, you know, when you're back at A, how do you get from A to B? There's that middle ground that that takes a lot of work and that's very complicated. And for us, you know, and for me and specifically, that's what I, you know, I, I'm from Kansas. And my, I went to Moody Bible Institute right after high school because my entire family had gone, graduated, and meant their significant others there. And I was expected to do the same thing, you know? So I did that. And, and but after a year, I couldn't shake this thing inside of me to go into the entertainment industry. And as much as my dad wanted me to become an evangelist and my parents wanted me to go into ministry like my entire family did, that wasn't for me. And, and you know, and a lot of times I think we just have to step out when it's uncomfortable and say, you know, I called my parents. I said, dad, I want to leave Bible school and I want to go to Hollywood to be an actor and to be in the entertainment industry. And I said, hello, <laughs> hello. And, uh, and, you know, and my father said something that I hope that I can pass on to my kids. He said, David, as long as you serve the Lord and whatever you do. And I think he had to grit the last part out. Then your mother and I support you. And, but that was enough for me. And at 19, I moved to Los Angeles and, and, uh, and began the journey of, you know, where we are today. That's incredible. I think that, you know, there's so many people that, that, that dream that God's calling me to something. And not everybody can do it in five years. I mean, I'm 25 years old right now, you know, <laughs> well, six years. Okay. All so, right. Well, that works. You know. That works. <laughs> I told somebody I'd been married for uh, <laughs> going on 17 years. They're like, so you were 12 when you got married? Exactly. You know? Well, you do look young. I've, I've, I mean, what are you, like 32? 38. 38. Yeah. Well, you look good. Well, 38 you know. years old. Okay, let's get back on track now. Tell me, when does the third installment of God's Not Dead come out? God's Not Dead comes out March 30, which is Easter weekend. And, uh, you know... It, We've pretty much hit Easter weekend the last, you know, the last several times. And um, so was that intentional? Is that intentional? That's a good question. Uh, I think so. I mean, anytime you have to, you know, we've learned a lot. Guns and Dead was our first theatrical, our first main theatrical that we did, Pure Flix did. And, uh, and we had to, you know, you have to put your, you have to, you have to, you have to put your release date in early. And so with this one, you know, it's interesting because this was a hard one for us. I mean, we had a we had great script writers 
bringing in the scripts for this going, you know, I think this is the movie is this, the movie is this. And the movie wasn't that, or, you know, it took us and we were like, great, you know, that's that A to B, right? Okay. It's coming out in Easter, but we still don't even have a script. We don't have, we don't know exactly what this is supposed to be, you know, and it comes down to that theme. And I think it's interesting when you look at the themes of, 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 movies from the decades, like in the fifties, right? The, what were the main themes? There were prosperity and the same themes in the sixties were about social change. And for us, we started looking at what is, what is this decade been about? And as much as we don't like to admit it, but this decade has been one of this dark social political divisiveness. Right. And really we felt like that is what this movie is supposed to be about. And so light and darkness takes, asks Christians to examine their lives and say, are you living out Christ's example? Are you acting as light or are you going to contribute more and more to the darkness? Was that a tough thing in the writing process and and sitting down with the team of really going, how far do we go into this? Obviously, you know, there it's such a controversial time period. You know, what was the what was the philosophy that you guys were walking through in that? And and did you know how did you set those boundaries? Yeah, I mean, always we you know we pray about these things a lot about who's supposed to be in the movie, what's the movie supposed to be about? You know, we want the Lord's leading. You know, it's like you you without His guidance then you're just making something that doesn't really have a purpose, but you want God's favor on it. And, um, you know, and we were excited. I mean, the cast of this film is, is fun. John Corbett plays my, of all things, you know, here I am, Reverend Dave, my my father was a pastor who, who built this church. And now I have this atheistic brother played by John Corbett, who is, you know, wonderful. If yeah. you don't know him from the, my big fat Greek wedding right. and Northern exposure and sex in the city. And, you know, you'll know him when you see him, but John was like the perfect brother to me. He's taller, he's bigger. He's, you know, he's just all these things that is like an older brother. And then you, you throw in that, that he's an atheist. That's a bizarre relationship for any person to have, but also to have, for a pastor to have. That's but relatable brother, to a lot of people watching this, yeah. His stuff happens, you know? Um, I'm super excited to bring Shane Harper back. Shane Harper yeah. came back from the first one, and Shane Harper now runs this, uh, his, his character is now running this, um, uh, this, this ministry on campus. And so the college kids are in this movie a lot. And, you know, as, as I think that that was something that the first movie hit on so well, these college kids that go back and forth, you know, and have these struggles. Um, we bring that to this film as well in a different light. Very cool. Very cool. So the film is called God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness. Uh, we've had the opportunity to have Jennifer Taylor on the program as mm -hmm. well in the past. And that'll and she's in this movie too. Jen Taylor's this, great. Yeah, she is great. And brings, you know, a whole kind of- She brings my, plays my love interest in this movie. Oh, very interesting. Very interesting. So we'll- uh, You want to hear a story? I do want to hear a I story. I know, I got a minute left, yes. but I'm going to make this quick. The irony is of this is, I think this is God's irony in a lot of things. And, and uh, we have a lot of these stories, but this one's funny. Um, so I did this television show called Malibu Dan, the Family Man, a sitcom. If you haven't seen it, it's on pureflix.com right now. It's fun. My wife was Kelly Stables, who was on Two and yeah. a Half Men. Yep. Kelly's awesome. And, and, uh, I'd always wanted to work with her, but she came in and ended up getting cast and she played my wife there. And then the next thing was, is, so then God's Not Dead was my next shoot after Dan was done. Kelly met Kelly, liked her. We go and audition all these different actresses, you know, different offers, all this stuff. Jen Taylor gets cast. Well, little did we know that Jen Taylor knew Kelly Stables. So here I go from, from, you know, from Kelly playing my wife to right. the next thing I get to do was Jen Taylor was playing my love interest and they're best friends and they're in a Bible study together. And I had no idea. 
And the irony, too, is that Shane Harper knows little Samantha, who plays in this movie, and she's been friends with him for eight years. And when Shane came on, he had no idea. And we had no idea that Sam, Sam auditioned amongst, you know, another whatever, a thousand people that came in. And we ended up just randomly casting her. And here we had no idea that they have been, you know, she's like a, a sister to him. Like is, you know, very cool. She doesn't have family here and, and he is her family there, you know, her, his family. Those so divine it's connections. It's amazing that you don't plan any of that. It's not like you set it out to go, Oh, who do you know? Oh, we should cast that person. It just happens. And that's, I think the irony of God, the faithfulness of God. And that's what this movie's about. And I hope you'll watch it. Well, March love, 30. Love the franchise and you have some wonderful people involved in this. And I, I'm excited to see the, the changes that you've made in this next installment of the uh, of the franchise and really dealing with this topic that I think is so important. So encourage our audience to check that out. March 30th, God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness. Here today, my guest, David A.R. White. David, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. God bless you. If you've enjoyed listening so far to the Lucas Miles Show, then I would like to invite you to head over to my website at lucasmiles.org. That's lucasmiles.org. And there you can find all sorts of goodies like my ebook, Unstoppable Grace, as well as my book, Good God. Also, if you haven't yet gone to lucasmiles.org slash missing chapter, you can go there and you can download a super secret chapter X, we're calling it, that didn't make it into Good God, but I think it's got all sorts of great material and resources for you. So, in the topic of that chapter is the story of authority. So make sure and head over there and grab that. It's at lucasmiles.org slash missing chapter. And please let us know what you think.